Welcome to Fusion and Hockey Podcast, the only podcast called Fusion and Hockey Podcast. Correct. It is Tuesday, October 24th, exactly two weeks into the NHL season. And once again, as often happens every week when we come face-to-face with each other, we talk about our respective fantasy teams. Yep. And I don't remember ever seeing such a disparity between the two of oh, us. Oh, come on. Give me a break. At least Give early on. Give me a break. Only in record. Only in record. No, your team is, is ha, ha, at least has been absolutely abysmal to start the season. Exactly. I, I've never seen you with a worse performance oh, uh, in fantasy hockey in my life. That's a joke. And honestly, I think I might have the best team I've ever had uh, on my part. Yeah. I'm very close to first place, very close second at this current point. Yeah. The dominant team. With Sam Reinhart with six goals in, in five games. And meanwhile, you uh, have John Gibson, who in his and he played a very good game against the Bruins and still lost. Uh, heartbreaker. We'll talk about that game in particular and why I was watching so fucking intently. We will. Oh, uh, geez. But, uh, you know, I think the records are deceiving. I think my team is primed for a positive regression. Your team is Nowhere primed to go but for up. a negative <laughs> regression. Yeah, I'm 0-2 now. A nice 10th place. Out of 12. It, it'll, it'll come together. It'll come together. I'm confident. You know, I'm always confident in the team. I always come off to a slow start. Last year, I started pretty dog shit, too, if I remember correctly. Really? Yeah, I did. And then, and then you know, came with a late season surge, and then fucking the bottom dropped out in the first week of the playoffs. Hey, listeners, how do you feel about... A, so, it's, this is a 12-team league Yeah. Uh, with, you know, like six forward spots, four defense spots, two goalie spots, and how many on the bench? Six bench six spots. Six bench spots. So, how do you feel about a team that has... Brandon Hagel, Dylan Strom, Tavo Teravainen, and Michael Bunting all on the same team. Seems pretty garbage to me. No, it's incredible. At the bottom of my bench, Dylan Strom is just a waiver pickup. You know, just stream it up, stream it up, as the active managers do. And I've got the best goalie tandem in the league, so you can eat that. Ilya Sorokin and John Gibson? Fucking right. And Thatcher Demko. You know, three-headed Vezina monster. That's how I see it. <laughs> That's how Those I are your three Vezina finalists. In my mind. In my mind and in reality. All right. <laughs> I, I can see the future. This is why I selected them. I insisted on drafting John Gibson, even though he probably would have gone undrafted if I hadn't done so. So, you know, watch out. You know who I think could be two of the three Vezina finalists? Thatcher Demko and Ilya Sorokin? No. I couldn't agree more. There's one goalie that has a 962 so far. Okay. There's another goalie that has a 943. Are you referring to the two Boston Bruins goalies? I am referring to Lena Selmark and Jeremy Swayman. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's nuts. Five games in. Everyone's talking about goalie regression. The Allmark can't do it again. Now they're doing it again. Well, he's actually even better than last year so far. Crazy. Um, I think it speaks to the defensive structure this team plays. You know, I think Allmark, they're both playing at a high level, but... You know, I talked into the season, going into the season how maybe the offense falls a bit apart with the loss of, you know, your your centers, your Krejci's, your Bergeron, and your Taylor Halls. But Tyler Bertuzzi. The, the defense is still very much top of the league caliber. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, that insulates the goalie and allows them to reach these levels. And, and they're playing very well in their own right, too. Yeah, so like this week, for example, reminder we watched the Bruins. It was their California road trip. Three wins. Still undefeated. Brad Marchand, undefeated as Bruins captain. Mm-hmm. Best captain of all time, yep. maybe. This proves it. What a win percentage. Un- un- never before seen. <laughs> 1,000. Uh, How many? Are there 6-0 now? Is that what it is? Six sounds about right. Let me. I think I'm going to say five. I think they're five. Okay, well, let, let me check. Oh, yeah, five. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Now that I think of it. Yeah, yeah they're 5-0. and oh. They are top of the Atlantic, obviously. There are actually still three undefeated teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Them, uh, Vegas and Colorado. Yep. Detroit is five and one, 
which uh, sucks. I hate this. Oh god. I actually, I'm just mentioned. I said there was a the, like NHL tweet that was like league leader in plus minus is Justin Hall at plus nine, and Kyle Dubas liked the tweet. Big, big Justin Hall fanboy. Kyle Dubas, well-known, well-documented. Yeah. Anyway, the Montreal Canadiens are also tied for sixth in the league right now. Oh, okay. 3-1-1. One, and one. Yeah, way, way to not overreact, everyone is, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, that Detroit run, not to get off tampic, topic, but, like, it's deeply unfortunate, you know? It's like... For me. Y- you hate to be wrong. You hate to be wrong. I was, I've... And well, I'm, I sure I, am a lot of wrong these days, I feel like, you know... I've been wrong yet. We're only... This is the absolute worst time of the year to talk about hockey. Yeah, why is that? Because you, it's you know, it's exciting the start of the season. You want to talk about what's going on, mm-hmm. but everyone kind of feels like they have an obligation to acknowledge it's still early on a constant basis. Right. Like you can't, I can't be like, oh, I guess we were wrong about the Red Wings. I guess Detroit's good now. All you can say is they've been playing well so far early on, but six games means absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's true. Every, everything comes with that asterisk, huh? Yeah. Yeah. When, when can we start? Being more definitive, you think? I want to ignore this whole small sample size thing and <laughs> and treat everything as definitive. You know okay. how you know yeah. that that theory. I don't know if it's a well. I guess it can be a theory, even if it's you know relatively accepted as true. That like time in your life feels like it goes by faster the older you get. Okay. Because yeah. then like each day reflects like a smaller percentage of your life overall. Yeah, I actually listened to a podcast about that recently. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were saying. Maybe it's not that, like, maybe part of it is that fraction theory. Um, but they're saying maybe the main cause is also, as you go on further into life, there's a lot more routine. I and actually you, subscribe to this more. Yeah, okay, yeah. So then because of the routine, you don't remember as much. So it feels like it's going faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, that was another explanation I heard. Yeah, I think it's a mix of, of both. Actually, I prefer this one as well. I've always, It's the same thing where, like, when you go on a trip. The yeah. first day of the trip always feels so long because everything's brand new. Right. And as the trip goes on, it feels like it's going by way faster. Yeah. It's this thing of, of repetition makes it feel like... But anyway, what I'm trying to say, applying this fraction theory to to uh, hockey seasons. Sure. And when only one game has happened, that is 100% of the season. Yeah. So all the stock for the entire season, I will put into that single game. And now it's the same. And then as the season goes on, every game gets less and less important, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so... So six games in now, these these six games of the Bruins season so far carry as much weight to me at this present time as all 82 games for the Bruins did last year at the end of that season. Oh, That's how I will choose to look at things so that I <laughs> so that I don't feel like I'm purposelessly talking about the the week. Mm. I don't think you have to, you know, what ascribe it a you know a definitive uh, you know kind of quality to it. To, to feel like it's not purposeless, you know. You just be like, here's the asterisk. It's okay. I, I you know. No, no asterisk. No asterisk. The Bruins are undefeated. Okay, and they will be for. They are undefeated, and, and then the they just—that's just the present time. They're under. The Bruins are an undefeated team. Can't dispute that. I know. Sure, sure, correct. Just telling fact. Yeah, telling we should, it like we it is recording. Here. We should start recording episodes after night one of the season. You know. Look at all the undefeated teams. Look at all the winless teams. Yeah. Yeah. Who period. haven't played yet? <laughs> exactly. Um. So yeah, where where were we before we we? Went well, we were about to start talking about how great the Bruins are. Yeah. Their California road good. trip. Uh, obviously, you know, Sharks, Kings, Ducks. Uh, only one good team out of those three, one opponent. Um, the whole week, three games, they gave up only four goals. I think that's probably you know the most impressive simple stat we can point at. Um, 
But I found, I guess we'll, we'll start with the first game, the 3-1 win against the Sharks. And obviously the Sharks, I think, are by far the worst team in the NHL. Um, and I really think in this game they absolutely did their best. The Sharks did. Sharks, yeah. And they still got their, their asses handed to them. They did. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't watch enough Sharks hockey to be able to say, well, you think they tried their best? You think they were trying out there? Well, I think I was like, yeah, I couldn't expect the Sharks to do much better than this. That's, that's fair. That's was my impression. No quit in San Jose, as they say, you know? <laughs> um, don't quit today in San Jose. I mean, they didn't They didn't get completely stomped, right? It was just... Uh, yeah. It's more like slowly suffocated over the course of the game as they were unable to generate really much offense at all. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, it, was, it was, you know, I guess we'll go through the, what happened. Brad Marchand, Mr. Captain, um, scores on a nice little wrist shot mm-hmm. after a cycle. James Van Riemsdyk scores his like third goal in two games, I think it was at this point. Completely skipped over in both the Sportsnet and official NHL highlight pack. Oh, yeah, did, did you, you see that? Did you manage to, to to watch the goal? I did watch. I did watch the goal itself. Okay, yeah. Um, but not not in any either of those highlight packs. All the comments were like, "It's unforgivable to <laughs> miss a goal." <laughs> it kind Which of is. is completely true. Yeah. On the official, I don't know both. I guess I don't know how or what kind of teamwork they have between the NHL and Sportsnet yeah. highlight packs because they aren't exactly the same. Right. The Sportsnet ones usually like a minute longer. Sure. Both of them did not include. Maybe the they draw from the same pool of like highlights, you know, and someone forgot to. Maybe my theory. Yeah. Sportsnet missed it. Sportsnet made a mistake, and the NHL for their highlight packs, they just take the Sportsnet video and remove like the worst minute of it. Yeah, you know that that you know I that approach would be pretty on brand for the NHL. I gotta yeah. say, so I wouldn't wouldn't shock me at all. But damn, okay, well, I guess for those of you who can't watch the replay, I'll describe it for you. Uh, Charlie Coyle from down low. Throws it on the net, mm-hmm. and James Van Rees like kind of like bangs it home after you know a little scramble, makes it two nothing, and yeah, feels pretty over. Pasternak adds another goal while easy. whiffing and tripping and falling over. He still managed to score. Who? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a weird. That was a weird one, right? He's like yeah. you know, Vlasic kind of took him down on the way back, and it, like he kicked it in, right? Almost, but like not kicking, it just went off his foot. Yeah, strange goal, but he finds a way. Kakman kind of lost it, uh, and uh, yeah, Bruins had a whole bunch of chances. You know, Marshan had a breakaway. Yeah, and then uh, Anthony Duclair, he who is on the Sharks now, uh, what what happened? He scored, kind of bounced off Hampus' lid home skate, and uh, that was it. 3-1, Sharks really didn't generate much on offense. But Hampus Lindholm, aside from that moment, looked pretty good in this game. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, this was... uh, Oh, Matt Poitras, you know, he he, he felt like the protagonist this week, I gotta say. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, nice little arc. Uh, And it always starts with, you know... You need a good comeback story, so you need to start off shitty. And he did not look good the same, uh, I thought, at all. He's just, uh, yeah, and then you got you got a whole bunch of third-line shifts. Cause he's trying to, this is the first game they tried him out on the second line mm-hmm. um, next to Marchand and, and Geeky. And, uh, yeah, just was did not look good at all. But improvements to but come. But stay tuned. There you go, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Bru- at this game, as this game went on, I think the disparity between the Bruins and Sharks revealed itself more and more. Mm-hmm. Even though the Bruins got their goals all in the first and second period, right. I think they were most dominant in the third period. Mm. That's yeah. the impression I got. Chance-wise? Was, yeah. Yeah. Kapokakinen just stood on his head unexpectedly. Yeah. This game could have ended like 5-1. It could have. Yeah, yeah. No, they had a whole bunch of nice chances. And uh, yeah, Sharks really couldn't generate anything. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't, didn't didn't ask much of... Uh, was It was Allmark playing this game, right? So, yeah. That, that was the Sharks. Pretty cut and dry. It's what you expect. Swayman started the next one. He did. They're alternating. As they should. I would agree in general. 
in general. Do you agree in this well, particular I mean, circumstance? Yes, yeah, so you can't be formalistic about it. Sure, I can. Like literally back and forth, rigidly, no matter what. Why not? Well, I don't know. What if? What if one of them plays starts playing bad? Get him to play out of his funk. I don't know. There's no urgency to to ride the hot hand right now. I guess when you're They're undefeated. Fucking right. Yeah. yeah. If you're in the playoff bubble, then yeah, okay, fine. Ride mm. the hot hand. Can't blame you for that. Yeah. Remember we had this debate last year about Flurry and Gustafson mm. in Minnesota. I yeah. was like, Flurry sucks. Why are they playing Flurry? And yeah. it was in the playoffs too. Uh, they continued alternating. Right. And I was like, that this makes no sense. You're in the playoffs now. Don't play your shit goalie. And you're like, well, they alternate. It gets them this far. That was you. Well, I don't remember what the post post series analysis was on that. I might have doubled down on that. I can't remember. Yeah, because I, I was like, I was like, I might have been like, yeah, they stopped alternating them, and that's what screwed them. You know, <laughs> by only playing the good goalie. I oh no, I can't remember the take. I can't remember the take. But they 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 mismanaged it somehow. Minnesota did. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But Boston isn't in the present situation. Cause that's what we've got to analyze. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's different when you have two insanely good goalies. That's right. Which they do. Yep. Yeah, good for them. Um, but yeah, Jared... You know who else has an insanely good goalie? The LA Kings. Cam Talbot. Woo! Yeah. His fantasy, his fantasy owner sure would say that. Yep, that's me. Yeah, that's him. So yeah, Jer- Jake DeBrusque. Benched this game. Healthy scratch. Late to a team meeting. Unfortunate. Um, but uh, yeah, they still managed without him. Swim so made a nice save on Adrian Kempe on a breakaway. You know, this Bruins also survived a five-on-three. And then, uh, yeah, David Pasternak did his thing. Scores on the power play. Nice, nice shot. A snipe. Goals and forge straight. Yeah, crazy. That he's, point he's to start rolling. the year. Yep. Um, and, yeah, this is definitely a bit more back and forth. You know, Phil Dano hits the post on a breakaway shorthanded. And then, uh, yeah, Alex Alex Laferriere scores on a breakaway. This is the one one play where Bruins defenseman really looked like ass. You know, I think it was Brandon Carlo who kind of lost track of his man. And, uh, yeah, it was like three steps behind. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Morgan Geeky scored to make a 2-1. This is the, the start of the redemption arc for, for Matt Potra, who made a nice play there, you know, recovering mm-hmm. the puck, getting it to Derek Forbort. Mr. Mr. Forbort. Forbort. Mr. Point Shot. He hit the Forbort. And then, uh, yeah, Brad Marchand scores off the faceoff, kind of deflects off Anzi Kopitar's skate, mm-hmm. squeezes through. And then uh, Brad Marchand scores again. Completely left alone. abandoned. Defense completely Gone. Drew Doughty. Yeah. What, what was it? Doughty was just on vacation. Oh, lovely. And then, uh, yeah, the Kings make a 4-2. Carl Grunstrom tips a Matt Roy point shot. And that's your summary of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I, I find myself, I've, I've maybe you've noticed this, when, when we watch these teams and the weeks, I yeah. find myself drawn to whoever they're playing and talking about them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Kings? My thoughts on the Kings are, are they not as good as some people have thought they were? Huh. Yeah. They were kind of underwhelming, eh? And the, the goaltending sure doesn't help. And all I have to go on is this game. Yeah. What? Where did, where did we have them in the... Standard? I had them, like, on the playoff, in the wildcard spot. Okay. Which yeah. I think was generally what people thought. I think I had them around there, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Kind of underwhelming, eh? As a team... Yeah, and as like the personnel on defense, I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's not great. Doesn't stack up nearly to the Bruins. No, and this mm-hmm. is like the decimated in quotes Bruins too. You know? But what do you mean decimated? Just without Bergeron? Yeah, without Bergeron, Krejci. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Here's what I think. What? Though the Bruins without Bergeron, people say, no, no, are they going to take a big step back? They're undefeated. Is was Patrice Bergeron actually not that good? <laughs> was he holding them back? <laughs> was, was he a net liability to the team? Yeah. Locker room cancer. You have to ask the question. <laughs> it has to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, it's uh. Yeah. Anyways, we'll talk about Patrice in a second. But if you can stay and stick it in the NHL, stick it in the top six. Oh, you're back to Matthew Patra. Yeah. I'm really gonna hammer this point. This is your your focus. This, this week? is my focus of the week. Okay. Because I think the, the big question of the week or the season was, you know, what do they do with Bergeron Krejci gone? Mm-hmm. And like, if Poitra can be a competent like second line center, it solves a lot of problems. It does. It's kind of out of nowhere. Fucking out of nowhere, this guy. Yes. Yeah, he's like That's he's nuts. 19, isn't he? Yeah, he's 19. Yeah. Yeah. The Bruins haven't had a good prospect in so long. <laughs> and it feels like I've never heard of him prior to like. We watched him get drafted live and in person. Mm, did we? Day two, 2022. Huh. But yeah, I feel like, you know, there was some buzz in the preseason, right? Yeah, but, ooh, look uh, at this guy. Yeah. He, had, he was very good in junior last year. Okay. It was like, oh, well, look out for this guy. Because it's translated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so on to the Ducks. So yeah, this game was a... Uh, this was my favorite game of the week by far. Okay, was it, was it related to the context or the actual watching of the game? Both, actually. Okay, so I'll give you some context, The you know, why it's personally relevant. Yeah. Um, I was heading into a matchup. With a noted noted fantasy rival of mine, um, and uh, who may or may not be listening to this show. Yeah, and it was tight. All right, it was a tight matchup. Even more context, I I had like a fucking forty point lead early in the week. All right, and I saw that shit get whittled down, whittled fucking down over the course of it. Teams choking left and right, and it comes down after you know fucking. But but you know what? The Saturday night had a nice bounce back. Kane stack looking good, and then fucking Alex DeBrincat scores on the on the Sunday early game at five o'clock. Scores a hat trick. Now I'm fucking boned. And, you know, prior to that, I was like, maybe I won't have to play John fucking Gibson. And I can just play it safe so I don't have to risk the negative points he might earn me um, because I have such a safe lead. But no, alas, um, no, the brink had completely screwed me. I had to play John Gibson. And I'm losing at this point heading into this 8 o'clock game, the only game on the slate for the night. It's uh, Bruins-Ducks. And your opponent had, what, three Bruins on three his team? Three Bruins. So I think it was DeBrusque. He had uh, Pasternak and he had someone else. Um, I don't remember who. But maybe McAvoy. Maybe it was a defenseman. Anyways, or maybe it was Lindholm. Doesn't matter. The point is, three defensemen, uh, three three Bruins, and against John Gibson. And I needed John Gibson to pull one fucking out. All right? Mm. Mm. And so, you know, Fuck. watching this game, yeah, I'm thinking the most likely outcome is the Bruins completely shell the much worse Anaheim Ducks. That's right. And it, it felt like, you know, it's, it started shaping up like an upset often does. You know, game goes on. No one scores. You know, first period, scoreless after the first period. Uh, by the way, actually, you talk about about main character being Matthew Potra. Yeah. My main character is Pavel Minchikov all the time yeah. in my heart. Okay. I mean, you remember how much I loved him from the draft. Yep. I ranked him well above consensus, and I'm being proven right by the day. There he is. He is, has been excellent with Anaheim to start the season. Yeah, it looks solid. This was the first full game I watched him in. Mm-hmm. He was very, very good. Uh, he did kind of have a turnover early on that caused a breakaway, but it's yeah. all right. Jake DeBrus hit the post. Okay. We're good. Yeah. We're chilling. We're chilling. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was, he, well, I guess we'll get to the goals later on. But sure. So, yeah, because anyway, it was, he was really started generating chances, I thought, in the second period. And in the third period, he started the rush. Uh, didn't get a point on it, but started the rush that led to the, the Mason McTavish right. ice-breaking goal in the third period. Lovely. They gave the Ducks a one nothing lead. Broke open the, the, the chess match. Fucking right. The exciting, you know, it was, it was an exciting 0-0 game. It was one of those, like, 
it was one of those ones where the longer it goes without a goal, the more the tension builds. Yeah, especially for me. Especially for you. I needed a shutout. You I needed a John Gibson shutout, or at least a one goal win. That's I could have I could have won with that. Yeah, know? like if they won two one. But no. But no. Um, um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and Pavel Mitchikov, actually, I here I even from CJ Woodling, Pavel Mitchikov led the Ducks tonight that night uh, with a seventy three point zero six shot attempt percentage, and eighty five point eight three exclamation point expected goals for percentage that is some unbelievable domination from a defenseman wow so i think here's here's what i think yeah outside calder finalist okay i'm bedard cooley minchikov wow that's my new my new three all right uh i think pavel minchikov is already the best defenseman on the ducks Hmm. better than cam fowler yeah yep and i think one he will win one norris trophy in his life that's that's what wow, I said. That is that's that that's big. Pavel Minchikov, this is my, my everyone knows my, my crown jewel favorite player is Cole Caulfield. Yeah. Pavel Minchikov is just the tier below. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Lovely. Wow. We found the second place. Yeah. Great. Anyway, you talk about the Bruins now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they had a bunch of nice chances, you know, throughout the game. It was mostly the uh mostly the Bruins that first two periods. But John Gibson looking steady, making saves. On the point. On the know? ready. He's I thought you were going to make a rhyme. Looking uh, steady on the ready. Almost. Um, and yeah, that leads to your Ducks scoring a goal. Mason McTavish, as you're saying, you know, with Manchukov starting, starting the rush, um, he, you know, McTavish scores off the rebound, you know, on a two-on-one with Ryan Strom. Uh, and he kind of beats Hampus Lindholm to the rebound there. And it's party time for me. I'm like, this is it. If John Gibson can hold on for the next 11 fucking minutes... I'm golden. I'm golden. I'm going to win the fucking week. This is going to be the craziest shit that ever happened to me. Fucking John gives a shout out being clutch when I need it. <laughs> that never fucking happens, all right? That never fucking happens. And we'll right? completely justify the name of your team, John Gibson Believer. I know. And for, for a moment, a moment, I was feeling it. And then the next shot that happened for the Bruins, <laughs> the, the very next shot, mind you, the very next shot, fucking Matthew Pochua scores off the rush. First um, career goal. What's that? First career goal, First right? First career goal, that's right. You know, he shovels the, the home the puck in the slot. Nice little pass by Geeky. Fucking Ilya Labushkin, what the fuck are you doing? Facing the wrong way. <laughs> in the area, guarding grass somehow at the same time, all right? He just lost. Lost. Head pointing the wrong way. Goes right through his fucking legs. This motherfucker. Oh, actually, I don't even know if it went. I think it went through a different defender's legs. But Labushkin is just, like, looking at nothing. He's There's just, a reason they don't call it the Ilya Labushkin Believer Club. Oh, God. What a disaster. I blame him. Adrian Gibson didn't look the you know most ready. He was kind of stuck on his post. Um, but you know, if he had a competent defender, maybe he wouldn't have to fucking leave his post. Crying out loud. Anyways, um, and that was you know that was like, okay. You know, unlikely, but we still might win this thing. You know, the Ducks. We as in the Ducks um, might win this thing. You know, just get a goal. Why not? Fucking a few minutes later, Matthew Potra fucking bangs home a rebound off a long range Nebraska shot. Makes it two one. Breaks my fucking heart. Loses me the fantasy week. Brad Marchand scores the empty net goal. Couldn't get in the hat trick, you know. Um, and yeah, that, that was that was it. <laughs> you know, that was it. Very even upsetting more, game. Even more than the Sharks, I think the Ducks did their best in this one. I think they did. They really did. They were. I was impressed. Me too. In that, I mean, last year, of course, they were just so depressed the whole time. Yeah. It's not a depressed team anymore. And I owe at it's least seventy-five. I say at least seventy-five percent of that is due to Pavel Minchikov. Okay. <laughs> we love your, your lovely assessment. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you're right. No, there was some fight in the Ducks. They had me believing. This is the Anaheim Ducks Believer Club I was. They almost had them. Fuck they were me. almost like, you could say they were even mighty. Oh, you might. 
You might. Uh, you know, yeah. I would have called them that if they had won, you know? Mm-hmm. They didn't have Ilya fucking Labushkin on their team. Maybe things would have been different. Maybe if, mm-hmm. if they'd given Manchukov more minutes, maybe he would have been more defensively aware. Um, so what's the outlook for the Bruins? What's the outlook for the Bruins? Um, looking fucking good. That's that's the outlook for the Bruins. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the key to this, I think the offense has obviously slowed down. It's not the same as, well, it's, it's hard to replicate what they did last year. Um, but yeah, you, especially if you lose Bergeron and Krejci, he's taking a step back, I think, in terms of the, you know, the offensive dominance that they can exert. But I think defensively, they're still very much locked down. Obviously, that helps their goalies a lot. We've been playing lights out. And yeah, and I think the key to the puzzle is solving that center problem, right? Um, or having at least two, like, capable, it doesn't have to be great, just capable top, like, top six centers. Yeah. Because um, I thought Charlie Coyle looked really good in that third line. I thought Charlie Coyle looked very good. I thought Pavel Zaka looked pretty good, too. Yeah, he looked decent. Um, but I think Coyle in particular, they gave him a try at second center, right? Um, mm-hmm. To start the season, he did not look good. And so they bumped him down the third line. I think he that probably fits his role better, right? And he's not someone who's going to drive the offense. I think Potrero has more upside in that sense. And so if you can find someone with that offensive upside, it works a lot better. And then you can have that kind of shutdown role with Coyle in, on your third line. I thought that third line looked great all week. Yep. So you're saying the key to success is Matthew Potra. Honestly, it might be. I honestly, I can see what you mean. <laughs> it fucking might be. You know, if uh-huh. he holds up. And yeah, he's on the ELC where they, if they keep him past nine games... Um, when they burn the first year of his ELC, they mm-hmm. might have to do that because... Oh, I'm no sure he's sticking around. Yeah, they have no replacement for this guy. Yeah, which is insane to say. Yeah. But I do think, you know, because Marshan and Pasternak have also been absolutely at the top of their game mm-hmm. at the start of the season. And I think that's going to continue to be the main key because, you know, whether you've got, you know, your star centers there or not, there's still just the two of them driving most of the offense. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, lots of things can go wrong. But right now, if they keep it up as it is, it's, I think it's a sustainable path forward. You know, I think the most optimistic Bruins fan is kind of could remind you of <laughs> of uh, the 2018 Capitals, okay. and that 2017 mm-hmm. was the Capitals' all-in year, second consecutive President Trophy, made some additions at the deadline, went all in, yeah. disappointingly lost in the playoffs. And the next year, they lost some pieces. They were going to take a step step back, and the regular season they did, but they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, is that so, was is that gonna happen now? Is that I'm not gonna say it's gonna now happen. the pressure's it's off. Not my prediction. I think I don't know if the, the pressure plays a factor. I just feel like it's this is my reigning theory, my my dominant theory is that you just need for a lot of these teams, you just need a lot as many kicks as they can as you can, right? Mm-hmm. Um, while you're still good, while you're still at the level of a cup contender, you know, and you know for 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 a team like Washington, you know, eventually it just it just breaks through the dam breaks and you do it like Colorado too, same kind of deal, you know, the second round and never making it past. Tampa Bay kind of similar to before they won their multiple cups. It's just a matter of enough kicks of the can. Um, and maybe that's that. Maybe this year's, uh, you know, the way they're playing is looking like very much a cup contender. And so that gives you yet another kick at the can, another shot at winning the cup. And so, you know, it wouldn't be shocking if they, they did it. Yeah. I'm just trying to. Yeah, well, everyone's kind of has the same points percentage these days. But if the playoffs started now. I think the Bruins would be playing the Leafs. <laughs> Lovely. That'd be great. That's the whole, that's all. And the Red Wings would be playing the Canadians, so. Mm. Just as we predicted. Just as, just as just we. Just the both of us correctly predicted two yes. weeks ago. Indeed. Yeah. I never said they'd be seventh and eighth in the Atlantic. No. Burn no. the tape. No, me neither. Yeah, so I think, you know, the Bruins are pretty good. Yeah. Quite. Yep. All right, let's well, uh, that's that on that, I guess. Yeah. Earlier this week, I looked up NHL news. 
Okay. To see hmm, what what's what can we talk about? Sure. And I've got it. I saw the funniest headline. Yeah. It's you know how when you look on Google, you know it says when the thing was posted. Yeah. It says like you know a day ago or yeah. a week ago or if it's very recent, it says like fifty minutes ago. Sure. I saw one headline that said fifty minutes ago. Five zero. Five zero. Five fifty minutes ago, and okay, this is what it said. Yeah. Letty, as in Nick Letty, sure. traded two Red Wings by Islanders for Ponick, comma, Pick. In the subheading, Nick Letty was traded to the Detroit Red Wings by the New York Islanders for forward Richard Ponick on Friday, 51 minutes ago. That's what it says. I click on it. Yeah. Of course, it's an article from 2021, <laughs> which is when that trade happened. Right. And I'm like, first of all, why is this coming up when I look at NHL news? Yeah. Why does it say it was posted 51 minutes ago? It was posted two and a half years ago. Yeah. On the NHL website. No. no. What, what's the explanation for this? The NHL website. You know, I made a whole meme about it. We talked about it last week. I know, this but how does bit. this happen? Are, they, why, are they reposting old articles about Nick Letty trades? That was like two Nick Letty trades ago. Yeah. 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 That, that's their deal. They're recycling content. That's oh what it does. Oh, my God. Just 51 minutes. Where does that that's even come from? Funny. Yeah. Uh Probably one of their, you know, employees clicking around. Oh yes, this article I wrote on on the Nick Letty trade. Ah uh, yes, let's bump it. Let's b- <laughs> updated now. Um, yeah, that's lovely. Did you read the article? No, I didn't okay. read the article. I clicked on it to be like, what? I saw, yeah, it's like 2021. You know what? They got you. That's 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 my takeaway. This is fucking clickbait. <laughs> they're, they're, they're cooking up. They're cooking up old. It's a new articles. good times. What's that? It's the new the, good times. The new good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's you know it's trickier. It's more deceptive. You know they got you thinking what the fuck, and then and then you click it, and there you go. They they got the ad revenue. How do you feel? You've been fucking been made a patsy. I don't care. I I <laughs> Can't don't care. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, an interesting news. Um, an actual news. Uh, right before we started recording, the NHL reversed their pride tape ban. I don't think we talked about it when it happened. I don't think so. Goes without saying how how ridiculous it is, but it's it's funny because you know people are saying I hope I hope players defy this. One player did, <laughs> uh, about what you would expect probably. It was Travis Dermott. You know, put some pride tape on his stick, um, and you know I just and it was like you know good good job Travis Dermott, cool, and the apparently that was enough for the NHL to completely bend over. <laughs> And go, oh no, we've been, we've been defied, we've been embarrassed by not even a notable name, but only it's no offense to Travis Dermott, it's just Travis Dermott, and it wasn't even like everyone was taught like Travis Dermott was the big story. It's not like this led to like a wave of calls, reverse the ban, reverse the ban, and they reversed the ban. I don't fucking understand this. I don't understand. Much I, fucking morons running this. Thing yeah, obviously, I, the 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 twisted logic to the initial ban is like of wanting to protect quote unquote the players who don't want to use pride tape, right? Sure. And say, well, of course, no one's gonna use pride tape even if they do support because it's because we it's we didn't we're not allowing them to, right? And now I think. Now, what the NHL on the other side is kind of afraid of, or maybe less so, is that like if some players start using pride tape, then all of a sudden there's a 
a supposed outcry of like, why aren't the other players using pride tape too? Are they homophobic? And the and it doesn't even work. So now I think this is them just kind of giving up. Now that one person has defied, they've thrown their hands. Oh, we'll give up. I don't know who cooked who cooked up this plan, huh? What what, what is this? Yeah, I will approve this. Like it, it's it's beyond the the obvious and apparent stupidity at face value. It's just like, did you not think through the consequences? Yeah. How how is this your plan? Was your plan to like do the thing and then oh wow one person defied it? I guess we'll just give up. Like, was this thought of ahead of time, or did you just not think? Yeah, okay, like, like every what's the rule punishment going to be if that's if that's going to make that the rule. That's know? so true because every rule you think has like built in what happens if someone breaks the rule. Yeah. A punishment. No, they didn't well, the have rule one. Goes away. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's the worst possible punishment to any rule. <laughs> if you you better not break this rule, otherwise everyone will be allowed to. <laughs> The rule will cease to exist. <laughs> like, this is so fucking stupid, all right? I swear to God, nobody gave this a fucking ounce of thought before they... Yeah, so they now what we have evidence before us now is that this never was a rule. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was a statement that was made, but it wasn't a rule, you know? Yeah. It's just like... This was, it was, they were lying that there was a rule, because now we can see it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like, like, my God, what, this is an insane bluff by the NHL. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they bluffed on their own rules. Yeah. You better not put on the pride tape. And then someone, does, oh shit, they got us. They actually could. They actually completely can. Bro, they got their bluff called out by Travis Dermott. Yeah. They folded like a chair. This is deeply unserious league. Mm-hmm. I swear, like mad. Oh boy, yeah. like this is how you run anything. You See, me? obviously, like in a vacuum, the reversal of the ban is a correct policy. Right. But it's kind of funny that the NHL could completely embarrasses itself by making the ban in the first place and that the reversal of the ban also comes across as embarrassing. Oh, 100%. Impressive to pull that off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got both sides of the coin. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got to give a hat tip for that one. That one's just just remarkable work. No, it's just oh my god. It's it's remarkable. Just how stupid the fucking people are. Mm-hmm. You know, this these are real people making these decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Let's not forget this. It's just my God! It's it's so stupid. Um, and yeah, I think I think more praise should be heaped onto Travis Dermott yeah. for being the one to 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 do the thing. Um, and, it's not like he has a particularly safe job either. He's oh, a fringe absolutely. player on a on a on a one year deal, two way contract. Yeah, too, right. So you know, sends to the Myers, takes a big pay cut. Um, so good for him to, for having the guts to do that. Um, and yeah, big big impact. No, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so good, good for Travis Dermott. If Travis Dermott, no offense to Travis Dermott once again, but if he can have that kind of impact, imagine what someone else could do. I know, absolutely. Um, and yeah. it's also just tape. It's also just tape. Yeah. <laughs> and and the and the NHL completely bend it over. Yeah. Crazy. Got spanked. Crazy how they made such a big fucking deal about the tape, huh? It's, my God. I, don't, I hadn't thought of it in that way that like they said it was a rule one person broke the rule and they said actually now because that happened the rule is gone <laughs> never mind yeah it's just a remarkable lack of foresight to have that happen mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you brainstorm a rule and then not think of the consequence <laughs> and the end result is you know and I'm sure they've had that happen it's just I've never seen the end result be the rule disappear yeah you know? maybe the like, rule sucks <laughs> uh, if it, yeah anyways and, and yeah, this is the thing that got made the rule go away. Not the not the initial outcry, but fucking Travis Dermott. Yeah. Mm. Backwards. There's something else I want to... I deliberately didn't send to you because I wanted to get your live reaction. Sure. 
don't know if you saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, go on uh, the Twitter account, Puck Report NHL. Okay. I I hope they don't tweet so much because this was yesterday I Puck. saw this. Report NHL. Verified yeah. NHL. News. Yeah. All right. Number one source for all the latest news. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to scroll down very far to see this. Okay. The Vancouver Giants of the WHL, in their special jerseys for referee appreciation night. Do you see that little clip? No. Uh, when was this? This was just a day ago. One day ago. It's like three tweets ago from this account. Three tweets ago. Am I not seeing this? Oh. Oh, it's their pin tweet. Uh, oh, it is? Ah, yes. Holy fuck. What the fuck am I looking at? Yeah, watch that. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is hideous. But yeah, wait, go ahead. See, it's a part of... It's not even hideous. Yes, it is. It's, well, it's fucking hideous. Well, it's, what are you talking about? Okay, let me rephrase. It's not only that it's hideous, but I think the more striking thing is that there this referee clothes. So this for anyone who hasn't seen this, I recommend oh you go on this account, find the, the pinned tweet for at Puck Report NHL, and watch this short clip of the Vancouver Giants, the junior team, wearing referee uniforms while playing a full hockey game against their opponents in the WHL. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, and the referees, meanwhile, are not wearing normal referee clothes. They're wearing, like, skin-colored shirts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What up with That's that? Very, it's hideous. It's, like, old-timey stuff, I think. I guess so. It looks bad. Uh-huh. Um, and so this is it's very tri- trippy to see a team of referees, is what it looks like, scoring yeah. a goal against a team of non-referees. Because, you know, the whole joke is like, oh, when a team is like, oh, the refs are against my team. They got the, like, Ottawa Senators <laughs> logo on their jersey or something. And now just the fold Vancouver Giants. It looks like ref clothes. That's too funny. Which is hilarious to me. Oh, uh, it's too good. But an underrated part of this yeah. is that there is a referee appreciation night in the WHL. <laughs> Absolutely. What? Is, where did it? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, be banned in the NHL. You know, can't have this. Can't have special initiatives, right? Oh yeah, yeah. and it's social initiatives. Yeah. yeah, I can't put my my black and white referee tape, or else they're gonna make the rule disappear too. Um, but yeah, this is uh, you know what? I love the initiative. What what league is this? The WHL? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a good bit. It's a good fucking bit. I, I will give them that. It's probably not the league. It's probably the team. It's a good bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and I gotta say the jerseys look. The referee jerseys look terrible. I don't know if you get a shot of the back of it. There's like a, yeah. it's like this 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 weird skin color, and then like the back is the number, but the number is like laid on top of a black square for some reason. It looks bad. I, I don't know who designed that. All right, I'm reading the replies to this tweet. Some yeah. of them are most of them are what you'd expect. It's like this is so trippy, laughing face. Sure. Nah, this is wild. Skull emoji. Okay. Right. That t- this is grade A trolling. This feels like an elaborate practical joke, you know, okay. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's one from at Mike Abbey underscore, whose profile picture is the Buffalo Sabres logo, okay. which says, hey, this is the team the Sabres play every night. <laughs> All right. And then here's one that says, <laughs> okay. this is All a right. metaphor for the NHL, period. Lovely. Whatever Thank that you. means. Brilliant analysis. And my favorite from at yeah. MSTRBSTRDD. <laughs> okay. The refs in the NHL are the worst in professional sports. There is no reason to appreciate them. <laughs> uh, never mind, this is not the NHL. I know. Oh, boy. <laughs> there is no reason to appreciate uh, them. Come on, wow. It's, uh, what's with all the hate, huh? Well, I understand it. Um, but, you know, 
I was once a soccer referee for a good portion of time. I appreciate the appreciation. See, I've really come around to the fact that the NHL, the refs in the NHL are really just like fulfilling orders. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. There's like a, some kind of vetment or the owners or the GMs or I'm not even sure particularly how it works. There is a way that the powers that be want games to be called and the refs just carry that out. Yeah. I understand. And they're very good at it. Yeah. And that doesn't... Do you think they're very good? I don't they're know. They're very good at carrying out the games the way, the way that the way that the league wants them to be carried out, which is a terrible way. Yeah. See, I, I don't want to completely exonerate them, you know, of... of uh... I'm of being puppets. Yeah. Well, like kind of being bad at you know, being a neutral of you know a proper referee. Yeah, that's true. I think, I think if referees were actually running how they could ref games, things would improve drastically. See, the thing is, I don't have enough confidence in the referees to make that assessment. You know, and that's part of why I don't want to, you know, exonerate them completely. If they they somehow, I don't know how they would, but if they left me a feeling like, oh man, if only the NHL would let them do their jobs, you know, if only they would, would stop, stop you know, giving them orders from up above, then the game would be fixed, you know? If I had that feeling, I don't have that feeling. I don't fucking believe that. Yeah. So, you know, if I did, then maybe I'd be more enthusiastic. Be like, oh yeah, they're only puppets, you know? If only a league would fucking go hands off. Part, part of me also believes, you know, this is what they do, you know? They're, this is what they like to do. Mm. I think part of it is they want to, you know, if, if we're talking about not making, you know, putting, swallowing the whistles in overtime or late third periods or makeup yeah. calls. Part of me believes they want to do that to make their lives easier, you know? Make, give that sense of fairness. Yeah, I know true. the league wants it, but I get the feeling that the rest like that too. Makes, makes like, clears their hand of a bit more blood, and I think they're into that. Like ice cops? Like what? Ice cops. Ice cops? Ice cops. Ice cops. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Ice cops. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, we appreciate them in the WHL at least. Yeah, I guess so. At least the was this the Vancouver Giants? Yeah, Vancouver they Giants. they really go all out with their appreciation. Oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> all out is no is no understatement. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um. What else is there? Rick Bonus is on leave. Yep. He is. Scott Arneal is interim now. Who? Scott Arneal. Never heard of that guy. Up until this moment. Well, yeah. I think he used to be the Blue Jackets coach. Really. Like 2012 or something. I don't even know how to like spell that name. Really? Scott S C O T T. Okay. Yeah. That's all? <laughs> Arniel, A-R-N-I-E-L, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. I found him. Yeah, like I said, never heard of this guy, but cool. Yep. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I wanted to do a fun little activity. Sure. Tonight, um, yeah, so do you, actually, do you want to tell the story of what we're doing tonight? Yeah. And so how it happened? we're going to watch the game, the Habs game tonight, live, in person, Habs versus Devils. Um, I got some free tickets, a pair of free tickets from... My mom's co-worker's husband. So, yeah, I couldn't make it. Shout out to my mom's co-worker's husband, Jill. Thanks, Jill. Nice. Free tickets. Apparently going to be pretty good. It's like in the 100s. Yeah. Love to see it. I've never sat this close to an NHL game. Nice. And I will be paying $0 for it. That's the best way. This is by far the best way. 100%. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very exciting. So, Habs and Devils. in addition to that, tonight is also Red Zone Night. Which actually is called Frozen Frenzy. Oh, yeah. but it's just it's Red Zone. Everyone's calling it. It's Red Zone for hockey. Yep. Um, so 16 games on tap, mostly spaced out in a logical way. Uh, we will obviously not be watching all of them because we'll mm-hmm. be only watching the one. But I think it would be fun uh, for us to somehow like pick teams for tonight's Frenzy. 
sure. and actually keep track of it and see which one of us is more correct. Okay. And I think how we could do this if we want is we do like a small, like a little draft, impromptu draft, draft yeah. where like say, for example, the first game is Maple Leafs Capitals. Say you draft the Maple Leafs, that automatically <laughs> gives me the Capitals. Right. And so you would pick from a different game. And then I'd pick for, I have to pick from a different game. Okay. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right. Should we go? I think we should go, you know, first pick, second pick, and then you get to pick any game you want. Oh, yeah. Everyone, you can pick yeah, whatever yeah. game you want from the start. Yeah. You can pick any. Yeah, we're not going in order. Okay. All right. So I'll let you go first. All right. Um, hmm, I'm not going to look at this too closely because one game in particular kind of screams pick them. I'm thinking like Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. At home against the fucking Philadelphia Flyers. It does so. scream pick them. Yeah. Go Flyers tonight then, I guess. Okay. All right. Hmm. I did not preface at all, and neither did you, because I just kind of came up with it right before we started recording yeah. and didn't tell you about it. But um, we got Kings Coyotes going on. We got Oilers Wild. We got Blues Jets. Uh, hmm. I'm going to hmm. – it's tempting to go with one of the undefeated teams. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick – the uh, Bruins to okay. beat the Blackhawks. Yeah. Can't blame me for that. All right. Hmm. What does that leave me? Pick the Red Wings. Pick the Red Wings. <laughs> oh, okay. This is, uh, let's take a look around. You know, lots of interesting matchups. Hmm. Why there's Wild Canucks Predators. Yeah. My gut is telling me to take L.A. Oh, really? Against not, not, the, not the most confident pick, but... All right, well, then I'll go with the other undefeated fans. team. I'll take the Avalanche, who are playing the Islanders. Okay. Interesting, there's a lot of East-West crossover. Yeah. What's up with that? True. I don't know. Part of the appeal of red zone. I feel like it makes it not part of the appeal. Like, yeah. I want to see a bunch of interdivisional rivalries happening tonight. Yeah. That's true. Oh, well. Maybe this is a way to get eyes on them, you know? Knock them out, too. Knock these matchups out. Get, this, get them out of the way. Yeah, so I guess uh, put the boring matchups on an exciting night, try to make them more exciting. Yeah, but it's not like they're boring, boring, you know, it's just like, eh. Yeah. Who's playing tonight for the, who's starting for the Maple Leafs? That's what I want to know. Um, yeah, it's interesting, because a lot of these matchups, it's, it feels like one team has a significantly higher caliber than the other, like, according to my preseason predictions, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, they've been looking like shit recently, so I don't want to take them. Yeah. I don't want to take the Panthers, but also they're playing the Sharks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Panthers, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, I'll take the Leafs. Oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, Washington who's, who's has playing... been very bad. Yeah, who's playing uh, goalie tonight? I don't know. It's not Samson, yeah. Well, even if it is, Caps have been bad. Okay. They've been stinking. All right. I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take the the game we're watching. NJD. Ooh, really? But Montreal's in a playoff spot, and they're 3-1-1, one, and, one, and they were so good. Okay, well, we'll see that play out so, live. So I'm so happy I have them now. Okay, you get to cheer for the Habs tonight. How does that Woo! feel? Cole Caulfield. Uh, ooh, I know who I'm going to take. Oh. I'm going to take the Dallas Stars. Oh, you got baited, man. I, the Pittsburgh Penguins are a bunch of menaces. Watch. The Penguins are 2-3. and three. I know, and they've played the worst, like a terrible schedule. They've played a very easy schedule and coming out 2-3. and three. Yeah, unfortunate. Because they're, they're bad. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, been kind of underwhelming. Which is what I kind of thought might be the case. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing as a noted yep. Penguins fan I am. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. 
Your I turn. should be five and zero right now, not fucking two and three. You played a bunch <laughs> of dog shit teams. Uh, start of the season, I guess. You know, they'll, they'll get going. Starting today, this is actually the first playoff team, first team that was in the playoffs last year that they're playing. Well, they're boned. What? Was that? They're boned. Oh, they're, no, they're not. They're, 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 they've got to figure it out. Um. All right. Hmm. Where else to go? You know, I'm really feeling. I'm picking Detroit. Oh, boo! Picking Detroit. Go Kraken! Go Kraken! That's insane. You're yeah, picking the Red Wings. Fucking psychotic. They're already five and one. You think they're gonna win again? Yep. No way. That's how it works. All right. Well, I'm taking the Blue Jackets. Huh. Mainly because they're playing the Ducks, but also yeah. I believe in the Blue Jackets. Okay. Every time the Blue Jackets win, I text you, CBJ wins. Yeah. Blue Jackets win again. <laughs> that does happen. Uh, I guess I wonder who's gonna start tonight. If it's if it's John Gibson, now you're really screwed. No, no. The Believer Club's gonna come after you. No. Um. All right. Who else is in this club of yours? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Um. Not even John Gibson's in this fucking club. All right. Uh. Okay. What what games are left? We have Canucks, Predators, Rangers, Flames. You know what? Any chance I get to to pick against the fucking Rangers, I'll do it. I'll take the Flames. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we're actually. I'm just going on vibes now because there's yeah, nothing really three, stands out. We've got Canucks Preds going on. We got Oilers Wild going on. Uh, and we've got Hurricanes Lightning, Blues yeah. Jets, and we've got Hurricanes Lightning, and we got Sabres Sens. Hmm. Hmm. These are these are tough ones. These are tough. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that we're getting tougher near the end. But you know what? I'm picking. I'm gonna pick Nashville. Okay. Against Vancouver. Really? Thatcher Demko starting tonight. But, like yeah. That. Well, you know, you. at any, I know that I would would definitely not be comfortable having Vancouver on my side. Okay. So, so, so there we go. That's my. Okay. Um. Anaheim. I've been keeping track of these rather inconsistently. I've just been keeping track of the names that we say. Yeah, I, I've I've been trying to keep track of the ones I say, like I end up with, but then my brain switched off and I started writing the teams that we're saying. Anyways, oh, I've, um, I've got a list, so it's fine. You're safe. All right. Uh, hmm. It feels like a, a shell Jonas Johansson night. I'm taking the Hurricanes. I'm cool with that. Uh, now I'm taking the Jets. Okay. Because I I also don't want you know everyone knows how much I hate the Blues. Blues are so bad. Somehow there's two one and one. It won't last for long. All right, let me. I have not been keeping tabs on the Minnesota Wild. Is this the only game that's left, by the way? Or uh, Saber Sens, actually. Yeah, those right. are the two games: Oilers Wild or Saber Sens. Okay, what's 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 the Wild's record right now? Uh, they're two, two, and one. Two, two, and one. Oilers have been dog shit. McDa- oh, we haven't mentioned McDavid's out for a week or two. Eh? McDavid is out for upper a body week or injury. Two. Wow, that's rough for an Oilers team that has looked very fucking underwhelming. Um, Saber Senators. Ooh, we're talking about the Senators. Are they in a playoff spot? They're they're above five hundred. They're three and two. I guess the Sabers, the underachieving Sabers, man. This is hard. Make your pick. This is fucking hard. It's literally a coin flip. This I is know. a single game. Yeah. Okay, I will take. I will take, the, Edmonton Oilers. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I'm going against the vibes. I'm going Sabers. Go okay. Buffalo. Go Sens. You're about to start regressing. You're about to get sickle moded. It's true. There are friendship vibes on that team. I forgot about. Yeah. It's and okay. Just tonight. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, so, so those are, we did the draft. Yeah. I see a tweet from Carefully now. I sure. want to share. 
Today we released our first major feature on salary swish oh. since launch, okay. the bird rights calculator. All right. Introducing the bird rights calculator, a tool that automatically determines a player's bird exception eligibility. I don't even know what this is. What Me either. I think that's new with Larry Bird. The bird rights? Oh, it's something with like a contract or you can have bird rights or you cannot have bird rights on a contract. Yeah. All right, well, salary swish, thriving, I guess. I guess so. That's what the the people are saying. And you know what's going to thrive? All, I don't know how many games are there, 12, 13? 16. Everyone's playing? Yeah, that's the whole deal is everyone's playing today. Oh, Oh, okay, cool. My half of the league is going to win every single fucking game. It's going to be crazy. It will be my half, actually. It'll be be incredible how prophetic. This will be the start of a new revolution where I start picking correctly and not like dog shit, you know? And not worse than a coin flip. We'll see. Yeah, we will. <laughs> All right. Okay. We could split 50-50. That'd be fun. That would be fun. More fun if I win, though. Mm, I disagree. Anyway, so yeah. this week, um, the sh- so since the San Jose Sharks are the only winless team in the NHL. We want to mention Liam Foody before we start. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's funny thing. So the bit, we talk- Liam Foody went on waivers. Yeah, he did. And I said, if no one claims him, this will be the end of the bit. If there's no way to possibly improve it from... If every team passes on him, yeah. no one believes in him. That's right. But there is a team that believes in him, mm. at least one, the Nashville Predators. Uh, the Blue Jackets are undefeated since they lost Liam Foody. <laughs> How's Nashville been doing? Uh, Has he played for Nashville yet? I have no idea. Let me get that fired up from Hockey DB. Yeah. Hockey DB. Talking to the mic. Instead of just putting it down on the Tom Tom. Hockey DB, Liam Foody. How many games has he played for the Nashville Predators? It looks like zero. Okay. So maybe they actually don't believe in him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's just a healthy scratch. But uh, when when did they acquire him? Do you remember? Um, No, I don't remember. Okay, well. Was, then, it, was it Saturday? This analysis will be solely based on their last game, regardless of whether they actually had Liam Foodie on the team or not at that point. Um, okay. The answer is, wow. Pause for suspense as, as the Wi-Fi is slow. They won 5-1 against the Sharks on Saturday. Wow, oh. with Liam Foody healthy scratched. <laughs> Apparently. Or not even on the... Yeah, I guess he was technically on the roster at that point. Yeah. They cleaned him at 2.30. Sure. So he did it. He has solved the Nashville Predators. Or it was only because he wasn't playing that they won. Yeah. <sighs> I guess we're not Liam Foody believers either at this point if we're <laughs> presenting these these alternative scenarios. Yep. Anyway, um, back to the Sharks. They're the only winless team, uh, and so we are going to guess who them this week. Logically. Also, everyone knows that their roster sucks shit. Yep. But did you also realize that even with their complete lack of competent defensemen, they waived Radim Shimek? I did see that, yeah. I thought he was better than that. I remember thinking, I remember Sharks fans, what, this was two years ago now. Like he's the guy. He the defense looks transformed with him now that we've called him up. Yeah, I, he'd miss a lot of time for injuries. Maybe I guess maybe he just hasn't gotten that mojo back, because their defense now consists of Mario Ferraro, Mark Edward Vlasic, yeah, Ma- Matt Benning, Kyle Burrows, Jacob McDonald, Jan Ruda, Nikolai Kanijov, and Ty Emerson. Remember, I remember Ty Emerson uh, was a surprise waiver claim this early before the. <laughs> season began from the Rangers because I was thinking, isn't Ty Emerson like, like a 13th defenseman? 
and then the sharks lame him and make him their number eight. Yeah, sure. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, not not a very. If you can't crack that defense, that's a very that's an indictment upon your abilities as an NHL player. It certainly is. So, so in addition to those eight, we got two goalies on our list: Mackenzie Blackwood and Capo Kakinen. And we've got the rest are forwards. Thomas Hurdle, Logan Couture, Michael Granlin, Luke Cunningham, Alexander Barabanov, Mike Hoffman, Kevin LeBanc, Anthony Duclair, Nico Stern, Philip Zinnia, William Eklund, Thomas Bordalo, Fabian Zetterlin, Giovanni Smith, and Jakob Peterson. I can't stop mixing up Mackenzie Black with Corey Schneider. That's insane. I don't know. I just I saw it. I saw it on the list and I was like, huh, didn't he just retire? Oh yeah, the wait, no, that was Corey Schneider. Why do you mix them up? I don't know. Former Devils goalies. Similar vibes. Not really, not to me. Mm. Agree to disagree. All right. I have my player. I do not have my player yet. Whoa. Ooh, I, I guess once tomatoes. again, we're going to do the let the people play along at home yeah. and not tell them. All right. I've got my player now as well. Okay. So, what happened last time? Did I lose? Or was it a tie? Uh, I think I'm losing. Right? I, yeah, I think I won last time. But let me... Let me yeah, okay. Let's flip the guess who. Last time, I did win. Uh... September 26th, our Vancouver matchup. I won, so you got home guess advantage, okay. which means I'm going to guess first. Sure. Uh, and I'm going to, why don't I sort by my favorite stat, draft spot, and I will ask, was your player drafted in the top 70? Yes. Nice. I'm down to 12. Okay. This is Perfect. Perfect. All right, um, I'll split by number. Does your player wear number 29 or less? Yes. Okay. How about by age? Let's try that one. Is this going to work? No, not really. It doesn't really work. What about draft team? Ooh, this is perfect. Was your player drafted by the San Jose Sharks? Uh, my player was not drafted by the San Jose Sharks. All right. This is very funny. It's now worked out with my six players left. Yeah. Two of them Red Wings draft picks. Two of them Wild draft picks. Two of them Devils draft picks. Huh, that's funny. They're in pairs. Yeah. You should pick one and run with it. Um, that's my advice. Okay. You're welcome. Uh, let's see. How uh, should we sort these? One, two, three, four. No, it's not quite what we need. Maybe if we go by no shooting doesn't work. Maybe by draft year. Let me just sort that. Oh, okay. No, that doesn't work either. God damn. Draft round, perhaps. Sort. Okay. All right. Good enough. Was your player drafted in the third round or later? Yes. Okay. Hmm. 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 Interesting decisions I have to make on how to split this. Uh, is. Hmm. Never mind. Not going to do that. Me. How about how about numbers? Is this gonna is this gonna do is gonna do a good job for me? Mm-hmm. No, I don't like that one either. How about sorting my first name? It's tough. 
Cause there's a there's a mix I want. There's a mix I want to achieve. Uh, you know what? This will okay. This will work. Is your player's first name Giovanni or earlier? No. Okay, down to three. Okay, I'll get down to three with. Uh, does you, has your player scored a point this season? Let me just check. If if I may be allowed to do so. Of course. I think. Wait. Uh. Going on cap friendly. Where are the sharks on this list? Here they are. Okay. Close the ad. The STM ad that just popped up on cap friendly. Thanks, Montreal Metro Service. You just gave them a free ad just now. No, I didn't. That's free, yeah. They actually paid me. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. Being cut out. What is this? <laughs> yep. Uh. My player does not have a point this okay. season. All right, great. All right, my three are Luke Cunning, Mackenzie Blackwood, and Michael Granlund. Is your player Luke Cunning? No. Ah. Uh, I have Ty Emerson, Jacob Peterson, and Kyle Burrows. Oh, boy, what a group. Is your player Jacob Peterson? Yeah. Hell, yeah. Big clutch. First win. <sighs> Is your Michael, Michael Granlund? Yeah, it's Michael Granlund. Ouch. You, you love to see it. Narrowed it down. I blackwood there till the end and everything. Yeah, you really did. You had it perfectly set up. I just couldn't make sniped it, it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you helped me a lot with your Ty Emerson shout out earlier. Why did uh, that help you? I ruled him out because of it. Be- just because I happened to have mentioned him? Yep. All right, well. Thank you. I hadn't picked him yet. All maybe, right. Maybe I should start secretly randomizing and then talking about that player a lot. You should. Really screw me up. Throw yeah. me in for the loop. All right. I can't trust anything. All right, I'll go by last name. Figure something out based on that, probably. All right, okay, I got my player. You have yeah, yours? Yeah, I got my player, too. All right. Okay. Guess away. Does your player's last name begin with H or earlier in the alphabet? No. Okay, lovely. Of course not. How dare I? Why would I even ask that? That's so mm-hmm. silly. You should have just assumed it. Yeah. All right. Does your player's last name uh, start? Is your player's last name Kakanen or earlier? Last name? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's not that great. I'm down to 14. Okay. But 14. I still got both goalies, so oh. I'm okay. Wow. He's, he's, he's doing alternative strategies, isn't he? I am. Oh, boy. That's that's silly. It's scaring um, you, I know. Scaring me? As yeah. If- I'm about to fucking win this thing right now. Sure. Um, let's sort by number. Okay. Is your player's number 24 or less? No. Okay. All right, I'm taking a big swing here. Oh, boy. Is your player you a forward? My player is not. Yes! Let's go! Down to six. My boldness is paying off. Let this be a lesson to all the children. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Ah, this is, this is, I feel like I'm gonna, well, we'll see. All right. Um, we will go with, maybe num- numbers is good. Numbers is good. Is your player's number 60 or less? Yes. Is your player's number five or less? No. Okay, down to four. 
Number four. Number four. What the fuck? He's he's going out there. He's all over the place. This guy. This guy's is left. This right. is gonna work for me. Zigging and fucking zagging. This all is right. gonna work for me. I have Capel Kakinen, Mark Woodward, Vlasic, and Giovanni Smith. Is your player Giovanni Smith? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sure worked out for you. Is your player Ty Emerson? Fuck, yeah, it is Ty Emerson. Let's go! Uh, <laughs> I knew it would work. I knew it would work. What was your, what, what My you four players about? left were Mario Ferraro, the best defenseman on the San Jose yeah. Sharks, Ty Emerson, Mackenzie Blackwood, and Capo Kakinen. Why don't you take Mario Ferraro? Because he's the best defenseman on the Sharks. Uh, uh, you had Ty Emerson, and I, and I guessed it. Yeah. With four left. Man, you, I, you didn't think I would. Started talking about Ty you, Emerson. You thought there was and no then I chance. I randomized and I saw Ty Emerson. I'm like, yes, I fucking got him. No chance. I, you ah. know, I can. I have a sense. I'm developing an instinct for God these things damn. now. God damn. That's the thing. When I was talking about Ty Emerson, I didn't even know I was going to yeah. get Ty Emerson. I just. Yeah, I, you were not expecting me to guess Ty Emerson, were you? I was expecting me to get Ty Emerson. Well, I got him. At least not in your first guess. I knew you had the two goalies. So I knew he was. In the first two guesses, you're going to get him. I thought for sure you're going to leave him to the second guess. Yeah. Nope. Yikes. Well, well, you've clinched a tie at least. That's good. But I've got to win this final round. Yep. So, I'm... lesson to you all. Play conservatively and you will also achieve exactly the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I'm talking to the kids. Again. All right. All right. Got mine. It's really fucking taking a minute. I don't know why. It's loading. Okay. Um, if you want, I can pick a player, you know? Totally randomly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Random, random. I can be trusted. No, thanks. Oh, boy. What the fuck? Okay, there we go. Got it. Okay, you got your player? Yep. All right. Um, Is your player... Wait, it's my guess, right? I'm starting? Yes. Yes. Is your player 27 or younger? Uh, My player is not. Down to 12. All right, let's sort. Maybe I'll go by draft round. That seems to be pretty good-ish. No, not really. Pretty good-ish? No, not good at all, actually. Um, Okay, yeah, at this point, might as well go by first name, since I don't think I've asked that question. Um, Okay. Does your player's first name start with a letter L or earlier in the alphabet? No. Forgot who my player was for a second. Not L earlier. That's good. Down to 12. Was your player drafted in the top 130? <laughs> wow. Um, my player was drafted in the top 130. Down to six. Oh, I do not like this group of six, though. Ooh. Good news for me. Too many notables. Yeah. Which might be a good thing, actually. Now that yeah, I... it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, it's actually... This is okay. This is, it could be worse. Okay. Was your player drafted outside the second round? Yes. Okay. So, bye-bye. Undrafted and second round picks. Is your player in his 30s? Uh, My player is in his 30s. Okay. I'm down to four. Okay. From six to four. 25 or 6 to 4. Okay. Yeah, 4? Yeah. Oh, boy. Deeply unfortunate for you. Um. Okay, so I'm at 6. Let me just... Oh, you, oh, you went for the big because you got to win, right? Is that the deal? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um. So I guess I'll go down to 3. Play it safe. Um, hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, this this works. Was your player drafted in the first round? No. Yeah. You have three? Yeah. Is your player Mark Edward Vlasic? Nope. <sighs> Classic. So you have three players left, and I can win it right here outright. Is your player Matt Benning? No. Okay. All right. I've got Michael Granlin, Logan Mature, and Mike Hoffman. These are my three. Your player, Mike Hoffman. Yes. Yes! Let's go! Let's go! This is rough. This is really rough, because I bet you don't know who my two players are. Who do you think my two players are? I have no idea. Yeah, no fucking clue. Because it's Ty Emerson and Mike Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> so this is fucking impossible. This is deeply unfortunate. And I don't know where to go with this. You know, this is really this is really <laughs> rough. This is really rough. Oh man. Uh, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way it could be Mike Hoffman, man. There's no way. But also, Ty Emerson, what the fuck are we doing here? It's a joke. It's a fucking joke is what it is. You know, all the two players I can fucking pick, it's got to be literally these two fuckers, all right? It's actually unbelievable. It's actually fucking unbelievable, all right? This is actually so unfair. The one time I get so close to a win, and this motherfucker's going to be trapped like fucking Ty Emerson and Mike Hoffman. It's actually a joke. It's sick. It's twisted as fuck. Oh my god. No way. It's Mike Hoffman, man. No way. You know, I gotta say, I was looking at you during this whole thing. You had this fucking look in your eye. You had this fucking look in your eye. Like, when you were guessing Mike Hoffman, like, like, oh, I'm gonna go balls to the wall because I have Mike Hoffman too, you know, kind of deal. But also, I might be completely misreading that. I might just have fucking Ty Embers in. I don't know. Is your player. Ty Emerson. No. No! It's Mike Hoffman! Yeah. What the fuck? That's a joke! It happened. Oh. It happened. The Yoel Armia finally happened again. It happened. Do you remember this? Somehow oh. we went three and a half years. The first time we played this game, the first round, we both had Yoel Armia. Has not happened again until finally now. What a nightmare. That's when I said we're due. We're due to match. Fuck. And I guess Mike Hoffman. Fuck! And I also knew that either way, it would discourage you from picking Mike Hoffman. It might give me one more chance. I was thinking that that might be your strategy. It you know, was. You take Mike Hoffman early. Mm -hmm. So that pretend you don't have Mike Hoffman. So I pick Ty Emerson because to you, Mike Hoffman is just some guy. And it worked perfectly. Oh, fuck me, man. Fuck me. That's brutal. That is brutal. I didn't know. When oh. I found your other player was Ty Emerson, I was like, uh-oh. Might not have worked. But it worked. It's a tie. No! Was Mike Hoffman on that Yol Armia team back in the day? Uh, no, I think he only came to the Habs in 2021. Okay. All right, that would have been funny. <laughs> they were both on the same team. Yeah. Oh, well. That was, that was fun. That was a fun, very fun final oh, round for me. Oh, come on, man. Come on. That's You had four, too. You had four. That's stupid. My other two. That's ridiculous. My final four were Vlasic, Hoffman, Michael Granlin, and Logan Couture. Mm -hmm. I was like, you had Granlin earlier. I'm not going to guess Granlin again. Yeah. Actually, when I had the group of four, actually, here, let's go back to when I had six. Sure. Let me walk you through what, what oh, was. God. So my six that I was like, oh, I don't know about the six. A lot of prominent. Michael Granlin, Logan Couture, Thomas Hurdle, Mark Edward Vlasic, Anthony Duclair, and Mike Hoffman. Yeah. And I'm thinking at this point, I don't want to pick Hoffman because I have Hoffman, so it's probably not Hoffman. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I don't want to pick Granlin because you already had Granlin. So I'm going to try to keep those two together in a group of four. See if I can isolate another two. And the two I tried to isolate with whatever my question was, which was about ages in the 30s, the two guys in the 20s, Duclair and Hurdle. I was like, let me try to keep these two together. Maybe it's one of them. I lost both of them. Then Hoffman and Granlin. 
and I had Couture and Vlasic and thinking, well, I Couture is notable, obviously, team captain, all that. I'll pick Vlasic. He obviously stands out. It wasn't Vlasic. And then I'm thinking, well, everyone here is kind of notable. And I have Hoffman. So it kind of makes sense for me to guess Hoffman to divert you away anyway, since I don't really want to pick the other two. They are appealing to me at all, Granlin and Couture. So... I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it in your face when you said when you guessed Hoffman. Mm-hmm. My gut feeling says he has Hoffman too. So why didn't you? Why didn't you guess? Screaming because I'm not about to do that thing. You know, I'm not. I'm not about to guess Mike Hoffman. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work. But why? oh my god, it was. I was like that face you were making. I was like, oh my god, he. Yeah, I realized. Feel- I, was, I, re- I realized now. You're like, oh, did I? Was I a little too excited? Did I just give it away? Yeah, it sure seemed like it. But then because I had Ty Emerson. I was like, maybe he's just excited because he thinks he's going to win. Because, you know, he doesn't realize I also have my cough. Oh, that, yeah, that's true. I could have. Fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, anyways. Bummer for me. I've never been so happy to, about a tie yeah, in my life. Oh. That one was written in, like, pen, you know? It was about to be engraved in stone. My win. Yep. And it wasn't. Because I'm just too smart. Fuck. We got outplayed. Got outmaneuvered. Sure did. Collapsed mentally. <laughs> that's you. Brutal. All right, well, that's the end of this week's episode. What team are we going to talk about this coming week? Should we do the Penguins? Should we do the Penguins? Should we? Oh, we're, we were going to do them this past week, but they didn't play enough, right? Yep. What's their schedule like now? So We know they're playing tonight against, uh, I think, Dallas, right? Yes, this is true. Thursday against Colorado. Saturday against the Senators. And Monday against Anaheim. Not bad. It's four, four games. It's a nice... Can we handle it? It's a nice... Uh, Slate. Let's do it. I bet they go one and three. Yeah. Finally yeah. play some good teams. Yeah. Collapse into the weight of the pressure. All right. It's Penguins week. Yep. See, uh, week. see you on Halloween a week from today, oh, actually. Lovely. All right. You a Halloween fan? I always forget. Um, Very indifferent. Yeah. Not anti You're indifferent about a lot of things. I guess that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Are that's you indifferent right. about your indifference? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty meta. I guess so. Guess so. All right. Well, follow the podcast on Instagram, Fusion and Hockey Podcast. Leave a review. Leave a, a comment. Review. You know, I realize Spotify. You can leave reviews now. So, ah. leave a leave at least a four and a half star review. Please, five would be preferable. I would say so. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like our Instagram, like you were saying. Leave a comment. Tell everybody about the podcast. Make sure the comment says, "Wow, I just listened to the podcast. It's so good." Especially that guess who segment. Mike Hoffman stuff that was hilarious. That blew my mind. I didn't even yeah. know that was possible. Yeah, yeah. That Tysay guy is such an idiot. Yeah, leave that exact. Say that com. Put that as a comment. Fucking fool. And I'll I'll like the comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. See you next week. The end.